baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Four thirty-five. Jeff Gads, News Radio WRVA. Wednesday afternoon. It is uh, February the first. A little bit earlier today was the annual March for Life, our Virginia March for Life, and it's 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 a very moving experience. I've been to uh, to a number of them throughout the years, and today I just had a couple of things pop up. I wasn't able to get down there, but I was so thrilled to hear that Governor Glenn Youngkin, who is pro-life, I mean, there's no question about it, there's there's no hesitation on his part to speak about this honestly and passionately, uh, he led the march this year. And I'm looking at the, uh, the latest news from the uh, Family Foundation of Virginia. They said they had about uh, 5,000 folks there. One of the people that was there is my friend John Reed, who shares my, my views for sure when it comes to protecting innocent life. And I, I just wanted to reach out and grab John for a couple of moments and get him on uh, to share a little bit about what he saw, what he experienced. John, good afternoon, my friend. Hey, Jeff. I'm so glad to talk to you. I just got back home from from being downtown. It was really a very nice experience. And I I think that's probably right. There are probably about 5,000 people. It was a significant crowd, especially as nasty as the day started. I was kind of worried that that would scare people off. But no, people came from Arlington and Alexandria. I talked to a lady from Lynchburg who incidentally listens to me in the morning and you in the afternoon, which I thought was great. And some Roanoke people. So folks from all over the state really did uh, carve out today and they made a point to come to Richmond for this important event. It was moving. I agree. Uh I, I, I just love hearing about 5,000 people there at the, uh, the Bell Tower and, and what have you. Tell me about the, uh, the involvement of Governor Yunkin in this. It was great. You know, there was a huge crowd at the Bell Tower, and they said, okay, as we got closer to uh, 2 o'clock or 1 o'clock, that the governor was going to come from the mansion. I, I think he was at the governor's mansion and meet everyone up near the George Washington equestrian statue. Mm-hmm. And uh, there he was, and there were cheers from the crowd. I mean, I think that crowd really appreciates the fact that, as you uh, correctly explained, here is a Christian moral leader who's not afraid to talk about his faith, who believes this is, a, is an important issue, uh, that we don't just sweep it under the rug and try to be popular and you know try to ignore it, but tackle it and be upfront. And there he was. Jason Miaris joined him, and um, the entire crowd, all 5,000 of them, marched out of Capitol Square and down to Broad Street, did a loop, um, and he looked enthusiastic. And, you know, having been around some political people, mm-hmm. you know, fortunately, when I worked for George Allen, he felt strongly about this, too. But I've been around some political people who would have called in sick today. They don't yep. want to deal with this issue. And I... Yeah. I agree with you. I think it is great to have a governor who is willing to stand there in the very front row and make that statement. It's it's really important in Virginia. 
It, it, it is vitally important, John, as you uh, you so correctly, so astutely point out. And and we have gotten, frankly, a lot of lip service from a lot of politicians uh, throughout the years. Oh, I, I support this, but uh, I can't really make it to the parade. I can't really make it to this. Uh, and I, I look at this and I, I think, OK, President Trump was was somebody who was uh, uh, passionate about this. And mm-hmm. Governor Youngkin is someone who is passionate about this. It's just nice to see them out in front and, and doing exactly what they promised to do from the first place. Yeah, and you know, Glenn Youngkin, I don't want to put words in his mouth. I think that he is against almost all abortion. I mean, I, I don't remember going through, you know, we got distracted with other issues during the campaign, but I think he's a pretty pro-life individual. But look, he recognizes that's not where much of Virginia is. It's certainly not where the modern Democratic Party is. And he reached out with a compromise that I don't think would be his personal choice. But, uh, you know, the 15 week, um, you know, past 15 weeks based on whether the baby can feel pain as it's terminated, which I think is a (laughs) a remarkable uh, compromise. And, you know, it really is telling that the modern Democrat Party basically said, hell no, Hmm. none of that. We're not, there's no compromise that you can offer that's going to work for us. We want abortion on demand from the day of conception to the day of birth at nine months. Yeah. And how how I, I, I fail to understand how the Republicans are on the, the unreasonable, the, the, the religious people, the Republicans are the unreasonable people when they're trying to come up with a compromise that will please or, or make, make this palatable for people who really are torn on it. And there's simply no compromise that's acceptable. And I think the average person, whether you've had a child or whether you're a male or a female, old or young, has got to believe that that putting a, a needle in a baby's head on the day that it's supposed to be born at nine mm-hmm. months, that that should trouble all of us and oh, yeah. not be okay. Yeah. Of course. Of course, John. And we, we, we only need to think back to that uh, uh, despicable former resident of the governor's mansion uh, right. who talked about, oh, I would deliver the infant and then keep the infant comfortable, you know, while we were, uh, I don't know, uh, rolling dice to figure out whether it was heads or tails or uh, flipping a coin or, you know, what well, snake eyes, the kid's going to live, going to die, but we'll keep them comfortable yeah. until such time. It was just despicable. And it was so outrageous and so over the top. And you remember Delegate Tran in our House of Delegates uh, advocating for uh, abortion at any time, that even people that I think would identify themselves as pro-choice. John, I had so many women say, look, I don't agree with you on this or this or this, and I am absolutely pro-choice, but boy, this is just beyond the pale. Yeah, they've really boxed themselves in politically to an untenable situation, I think politically and morally, because I just don't know how anybody who is honest can say that there's not a difference between a fetus that's been conceived in the first four weeks and a fetus that has developed at nine months. I mean, let's just be, if we're going to be honest with each other. And that's one of the reasons I had to go down there today, Jeff. I didn't speak. Uh, I was in the back of the crowd. 
a few people recognized me from Facebook and then they heard me talking and said, Oh, you're the guy from radio. But it was, that was not the reason I went. It wasn't like a WRVA had a role there. I just mm-hmm. felt a need to make my presence known because this is the, this is the moral issue of our time. Absolutely. I really do believe that. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely correct. And, uh, and frankly, as I remind everybody that uh, John Reed, my, uh, my dear friend, my esteemed colleague who's heard every morning, six to 10 on this very radio station is joining us. He was down at uh, our Virginia March for life today. Uh, you come from uh, from a tradition, John, uh, whether it was uh, your dad in the House of Delegates or your mom as a very vocal activist when it comes to this life issue. The, the, there's no shock here that the uh, the latest iteration of the Reed family is uh, standing up on behalf of innocent life. Well, I'm proud of that. I'm proud of my parents. Um, I, I will be honest with you. You and I have talked about this before. There was a time in my 20s where I thought, oh, could this just go away? You know, mm-hmm. it's. It, it's a loser politically. It makes people really mad. I'm a guy. And then when I realized I was a gay guy, I'm like, I really, who am I to be saying anything about this? And then the more I thought about it, the more people I talked to, the more I lived and watched women who were in my life get pregnant and mm-hmm. in some cases lose the baby and be very devastated right. or deliver the baby and pray that it was going to be okay. Uh, and the more, quite frankly, we do the fundraiser for Children's Hospital of Richmond. The, when I went over and visited the the uh, NICU unit for the, mm-hmm. the premature uh, the born babies, I realized, you know what? I can't. This is not a popularity issue. I've got to be right. Being popular is not important. Being right is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think... Uh, whether you are a, a gay man as you are, or you're a, you're a straight guy as I am, this is about standing together and simply protecting those who can't protect themselves. That that opportunity is available for everybody, gay or straight, tall, short, male, female. It it, it ought not matter, as, as you you say, and I I can't agree with you more. This is the moral issue uh, of our time, and I I for one am glad that uh, there's a strong voice in the morning. Uh, standing up and protecting kids. I've shared my personal story, uh, somewhat similar to yours. When I was younger, it's like, eh, not really my thing. You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. somebody else's choice. You can decide. And and then the moment you see that uh, that ultrasound of your your son or your daughter, and you go, oh, I get it. Yeah, not a rutabaga, not a puppy, not a not an office chair. Right. Uh, you know, okay, now I get it. Took me a while, uh, but uh, I understand it and. Uh, to, to go through those things, and I've shared this uh, with you, I've shared it with the listeners, uh, to, to realize Heidi's pregnant with our, our, our little guy, and we're just unfolding what's involved in Julia's life, and that doctor looked at us and uh, without using any names, because those kids weren't human to him, even though Julia was was with us, uh, you know, well, if you want to deal, you, I know what you're dealing with with that one. If you want to take care of this one, you got to act one. quickly, and it's like, oh. I've Lord. heard you tell that story, Jeff, and Every time I, I pull over on the side of the road when I'm listening to you, it's so moving. Well, I appreciate that. Listen, John, I, I, I appreciate you making time for us this afternoon. I hear you've got our, our good friend, Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears, joining you tomorrow. Is that right? That is the plan. We've got lots to talk about. I hear that the backstabbing and the ugliness, um, you know, maybe, they, maybe they're not letting everybody who comes to visit in the gallery see it, but it is like... Uh, you you could do an episode of Dynasty about what's oh, happening at the state capitol because half these folks, in, especially in the Senate, 
they've all been put into the same district. So yes. they're cutting each other's throats because oh, they want to win in, in the fall. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, so. Well, I'm going to make, uh, I guess I can have early morning popcorn and listen to uh, Lieutenant Governor Sears join you and explain what's going on. John, I, I can't thank you enough. It's always a great pleasure to have you on the air. Uh, I look forward to seeing you in person soon. We're certainly overdue for uh, for a lunch, a dinner, a cocktail, whatever. And uh, uh, you do us all a favor and please uh, tell your mom we're, we're thinking of her as always. Love her and uh, appreciate what you do every day. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, it's an honor to be on your show, as always, and I look forward to tomorrow. Thank Bye. you, sir. That is John Reed. Please make sure you're listening to John every morning starting at 6 a.m. I tell you what I do. My plan is to join him every day at 6 a.m. There are those days where there might be something going on somewhere else, and I might be a couple of minutes late or I might have to duck out, but I'm just telling you, mornings, I'm with John. Simple as that, and that's where you ought to be. Always great stuff. And Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears joining John tomorrow. I I think the world of the Lieutenant Governor. I'll listen to her anytime, man. And she's going to be chatting with my friend John. Not going to miss that for a second. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. All Star Closer, Kenley Jansen. We have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.